Hey there, welcome to the Easeful Living Podcast, a space where we can connect off social and have real conversations about leadership, living a conscious life, and growing a mission-driven online business in a way that feels easeful without sacrificing your values or stressing out your nervous system. I'm your host, launch strategist and coach, Zakia Houghton. Shame and judgment. What do these words really mean, though? (laughs) So if you're new to me, then I want you to know that I am someone who is deeply fascinated by words and language and defining things for ourselves. So when I decided or when I heard and felt called to really talk about shame and judgment, and how that shows up when it comes to recognizing and honoring our parts, the first thing I wanted to do is go to the definition because definitions are important. It's important to look at how things are defined so that we can define things for ourselves. So when I looked up the word shame, I realized that It really talks about it from a perspective of this painful feeling or sense of humiliation or distress that is caused by the consciousness of wrong or foolish behavior. And essentially what that means is that shame is a feeling and it comes from this conscious awareness that we may have when we perceive ourselves as doing something wrong or behaving in a wrong way. So when we have that level of conscious awareness, oftentimes the feelings that we experience are shame. And this is a really interesting concept because it's something that we as humans all experience. And the reason why I wanted to share this from the lens of speaking about it in partnership with its best friend judgment is because judgment is really about um, a decision or an opinion, right? So when we think about the definition of judgment, the definition of judgment is the ability to make considered decisions or to come to to sensible um, conclusions. And it's using a sense of discernment, but from the lens of shame. And this is something that we really want to be mindful of when we are thinking about how we show up in our lives based on the thoughts and the feelings that we have and how that shapes our behaviors. And to really kind of like drive this home and paint this picture a little clearer for you, I wanted to share with you a really beautiful story from something that happened during one of my Um, role-playing sessions or coaching sessions in this certification program that I'm a part of. And it's really a, a revelation that I had during this call. We were learning how to facilitate a technique called parts integration in a formal coaching session. And I had the opportunity to be both the coach and the client. Both of those roles were an honor to participate in and to witness. 
And as I was guiding my client through this parts integration session, I could literally see them unfolding and repairing right before my eyes. So let me backtrack a bit, just in case you are like, Zakia, what is a parts integration session? I don't even know what you're talking about here. So the thing is that we all have these innermost parts of ourselves. We all have many layers. And oftentimes, we can sometimes experience these parts of ourselves being at war with one another. So if you oftentimes find yourself saying, a part of me wants to do this, but a part of me also wants to do that, or a part of me is feeling called to go over here, but another part of me is feeling called to go over there, or a part of me is believing this thing, but another part of me believes that, that is a clear indicator that you have internal conflict with two or more parts within you. So the thing is that when your innermost parts are no longer at war with one another, there is a level of peace and ease that come from feeling whole that is truly unmatched. And that's exactly what I got to experience and what I'm sharing with you during this particular parts integration session. So as I was guiding my quote-unquote client through this parts integration integration session, I could literally watch them go from being really, um, feeling really resistant and just having this feeling of resistance to um, what was showing up for them. They were really in their head around this one part of them at the beginning of our call And there was this other part of them that was in direct contrast and was conflicting with this other part of them. So if you're thinking about this for yourself and trying to figure out what this may look like for you, think about a time when you were maybe feeling called to move in one direction, whether it was moving to a new city or taking a particular Um, going into a particular career path, or wherever you felt like you were meeting a fork in the road. And a part of you wanted to go in one direction, but also another part of you also wanted to go in the other direction. And you were having a hard time integrating both of these parts of yourself so that you could come to a clear decision and um, a grounded feeling within yourself, feeling really grounded, feeling really whole, and feeling really at ease around how you were going to move forward. So I could literally see my client moving out of resistance and really being in their head around these parts and surrendering to the process, trusting the wisdom that was coming from it all, and really steeping into their hearts by the end of the call. And I got to tell you, By the end of the session, we were both in tears because it was so amazing to see how two parts could be at war for so many years. Like these, this is something that um, this person had been dealing with for years, and they were in tears because they never had space held for them in this way for them to really see the wisdom and what these parts were wanting to share with them or had been trying to share with them for so long and to really see them come together in a natural, organic 
way simply in the presence of pure love. Oh my God. And I was deeply moved by this because, you know, God always brings us mirrors um, to the things that we also need to see within ourselves. So ironically enough, the part that this particular um, person was integrating were also similar parts within me that I have also been on the journey of integrating as well. And it was just a beautiful experience of both me being the client and then also them being, or sorry, me being the the coach in this scenario and them being the client and us experiencing this deep level of repair and integration that had taken place on such a deep level. And by the time we closed out the session, we ended it with this beautiful somatic um, self-love body movement to really seal in the session and move the energy around. Because the thing about parts integration is that it's, it's bringing up, it can oftentimes bring up parts of you um, that maybe you haven't tapped into in a long time. It can um, bring your awareness to old stories that you may have forgotten or you may have repressed. It can bring your awareness to old lived experiences that um, maybe you've forgotten about or just swept so far under the rug so you didn't have to face it or think about it. It can really bring awareness to these experiences in the most loving way. And this is why we like to typically end these sessions with some sort of somatic um, movement to move the energy out of your body and seal it with love. And I love, I love, love, love this experience. And this is something that's honestly um, different from traditional therapy. I'm someone who who has been in traditional therapy for many, many years from the age of 16. And then again, um, during my time in university. And then again, during my time in as an adult throughout my, my 20s, early 20s, mid 20s, and even late 20s. But a few years ago, I stopped going to therapy um, in the traditional sense, because I would find myself leaving some sessions feeling worse than I entered the session. And something in my spirit just it just didn't sit right with my spirit. I was like, I shouldn't I shouldn't feel worse <laughs> leaving a session than I felt entering the session. And that's one of the things that I really love about these particular modalities. And um, these modalities are subconscious modalities and techniques that really help you bring awareness to what's happening in your subconscious mind. And doing it in in such an environment where so much space is being held for you to arrive at your own truth and integrate that during the call, which is very different from what I was what I was experiencing in traditional therapy. There wasn't a lot of integration that was happening during the session. We were bringing up a lot of um, uprooting a lot of things, but there wasn't a lot of integration that was happening during the session. So oftentimes I would leave with this new insight and awareness without it being integrated and be left to my own devices to integrate after the session. And that just felt um, unhealthy. And 
um, not loving. <laughs> it didn't feel loving. It didn't feel easeful. It didn't feel um, like an experience I wanted to continue with. Uh, so stumbling upon this and being led to these modalities and going through this certification program has been really, really beautiful. And this is truly the power of the subconscious mind and learning how to work with it to restore balance and harmony back to our body, our brain, and our heart so that ultimately we can move through life feeling more whole without allowing old patterns and low-level thoughts and um, feelings and beliefs run the show that is our life. And this is nervous system regulation at its finest. So that's really why I wanted to share with you um, this story and talk a little bit more about shame and judgment and how you can honor your parts with less shame and judgment and more love um, by using these subconscious modalities and techniques. So let's just do a quick recap before I share some reflections with you that I feel will be really helpful if this is something you want to try out for yourself and do a parts integration within yourself. This is like a way that you can ease your way into this process. Um, So the first thing I want to recap is what shame actually is. So shame is a feeling, right? So if you're ever trying to figure out or identify um, if you are experiencing shame, you will always know by the way it feels. Shame is a feeling of embarrassment or humility um, where you feel like you've done something wrong. That's how you know shame is present. And the way you can identify when judgment is present is if you've made an opinion or have made a decision from that feeling of shame, from that feeling of humility, from that feeling of embarrassment, from that feeling of um, you operating in wrong behavior or maybe you've um, feeling like you've wronged someone else. Judgment is the pain or the decision you make from that feeling. So when we lean into honoring our parts with less shame and judgment and increasing the vibration of love, what you want to do is lead with curiosity and lead with forgiveness. So if there's anything that you feel like maybe you were unaware of, maybe um, there was a part of you that um, just wasn't aware of something when um, you operated a certain way, you can bring forgiveness into those feelings and really forgive yourself for um, an awareness that may have not been present when you operated the way that you operated, whether it was towards another person or even towards yourself. So inviting love into your experience really begins with forgiving yourself for anything that you may have been shaming yourself for and really inviting um, this heart of and the spirit of forgiveness back into your heart. And one of the things that I do is when I'm I'm exercising um, this activity is I will sit in silence or stand in silence. You can do this in the bathroom. You can do this in the bed. You can do this in your car. You can do this in the park. You can literally do this wherever you are, in the shower, (laughs) in the garden, wherever. 
what I do is I just sit with myself and I take a few deep breaths, a few deep breaths, and then I place my hands on my heart and I lean into the feeling that I may be feeling where I feel like I may have wronged myself or wronged someone else or if I'm feeling any embarrassment or humiliation and I just say that I see you. I see you. I hear you. I'm with you. I acknowledge you. I see you. I hear you and I'm with you. And I just say that a few times until I really feel this presence of belonging and I feel this presence of empathy and I feel a presence of compassion and I feel a presence of grace. And when I begin to feel those feelings arise, what happens is that the feeling of shame starts to lessen and the feelings of compassion start to increase. And then I start to share with myself, I understand you and I forgive you. I understand you and I forgive you. And I sit with the feelings that come from that. Sometimes my body may start to shake. Sometimes I may start to cry. There may be tears that are welling up in my eyes. You get to take a moment and just notice what's showing up for you and be with those emotions. And as I allow those emotions to move through me, I sit and then invite love into the situation and into the experience by saying, love is here. And I love you. Love is here and I love you. Love is here and I love you. And I just sit with that while my hands are still in my heart. And I allow love to replace any existing or remaining feelings of shame and judgment. And this is a really simple way that you can do this for yourself. This is not the full parts integration session. This is a um this is my version of this. This is the way that I've uh condensed a full session to do this for myself when I may only have a few minutes to really uh bring this feeling and this awareness back into my body. And if you'd like to explore a few of these reflections for yourself, this is something that you can journal around. This is something you can um, either audio journal or use a written journal or just have some awareness and observation around. And some of those reflection questions are, one, what parts of you feel like they are at war with another part of you? What part of you feels like it's at war with another part of you? Another reflection that you can use is this question, this beautiful question. How would you live or be differently if these two parts weren't at war? How would you live or be differently if these two parts weren't at war? And the last reflection question is, name one or two ways you can invite more love into those warring parts of yourself. 
and really just notice what surface surfaces for you and write it down in a journal so you can come back to it whenever it feels good. You can either take the time to do this now or you can come back and listen to this part of the episode and do this at a later time. And that's all for this episode. My prayer is that you can allow this experience and this story and these reflections to support you in honoring your parts with less shame and judgment and more love. And if you are desiring more guidance on how you can dissolve inner conflict within yourself between your warring parts by guiding yourself back to love, this is something that I will be offering in a parts integration session starting in the month of August. So if this is the level of support that you're desiring for yourself, I'd love to explore this with you. Um, During these parts integration sessions, I will create a space for your unfolding and allow you the space to really lead with your curiosity so that you can arrive at your own truth about the inner conflicts and return to a state of inner wholeness, ease, and pure love by the end of our sessions together. These sessions will typically continue over the course of multiple sessions so that we can really anchor in these feelings and clear any inner conflicts so that you can feel more whole and more at ease. So if anything of what I'm sharing with you resonates here, I'd love to have a conversation with you to see if this is a fit. And I'll share more resources here in the show notes for you to learn more about how we can do that together. Until next time, friend, I'll see you on the next episode.